Welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea of Thieves news to cover today. So tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week is uh, pretty light on news because we are on the precipice of a lot of content coming at the end of the month. There's a lot to cover, so I want to make sure you're prepped for this coming week because as we are getting closer and closer, we're going to be finding out a lot more about the Pirate Legend content, about the next adventure some Twitch drops that are coming in and some thoughts on some of that stuff to begin with. So let's get into it. But before we get into this week's episode, I have to thank the patrons who are supporting me. They're the ones that are giving their hard-earned cash to support this podcast. Uh, With that, they're getting the ad-free version, but they're also getting access if they're in the right tier to be able to join up for the Gold Hoarder episodes at the end of each month uh, where they can share their thoughts and feelings on the game as well as uh, some of the stuff that they've been doing. So this week, I wanted to shout out People's Republic. Elcute, Slum, Captain Hasco, Chateau Neuf, Chris, who's a new patron. Uh, if you want to give me your name that you want to use for the callouts, or if you just want to go by Chris, that works out as well too. Uh, Cloud, Cosmic Johnson, Davram TV, El Jefe Esteban, Fergatron, Trickster, Jabaro Five, Kazia the Rogue, King Flameheart, Lumpy SRQ, Okari and Darth, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus. Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Registella, Norwegian, Skinny Matt, Scummelt 666, Strange Stan, Tarnished Film, Tian Professor, Real Big Tuna, Uriel Canes, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy, Super Pack, Music Me, The Lore Chronologist, Dead Eye Dre, Murphy Lives, Neon, Evil Martha, Peter Miller, Ruski Doo, Straw Hat Connor, Thor Von Blitz, Windsor Chris, and Zam. Wow. Thank you all so much for your support. Uh, it's been helping me get prepared and get the things that I need for SOT Fest. I'm super looking forward to that. I can't believe it's like 101 days away or something like that. It's 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 close. And I'm super happy to be able to have the opportunity to go meet other community members for the first time outside of like going for a two hour drive to San Francisco. Uh, so I'm, I'm excited for that. And, and it's all because of you guys. You guys are the ones that are helping me get to that. So thank you so much for your support. Uh, I look forward to meeting anyone that's going to be there, uh, whether whether you're part of the community or not. Honestly, <laughs> I'm just excited to be able to go see uh, a bunch of Sea of Thieves fans. So um, with that, let's get into the episode. First up on today's docket, let's talk about the Shrouded Deep Sea of Thieves adventure that is premiering in less than nine hours as the time of recording this. Uh, this is going to be available over on YouTube. Just search the Sea, uh, the, excuse me, a Sea of Thieves adventure or the Shrouded Deep, and you'll probably be able to find this. Uh, it's got a very concerned Merrick on the thumbnail, and in the background, it shows the killer whale, which was his ship, but it looks absolutely destroyed and it looks like it's been raised up from the actual depths of the ocean so this is something that uh kind of harkens to the loading screen currently on the loading screen if you look at it it shows kind of one of the sea forts and up in the corner it actually has merrick's ship this kind of confirms that we are going to be dealing with merrick and probably the shrouded ghost uh given the nature of the shrouded deep knowing that it's in the belly of the white beast or the belly yeah i think it was the belly of the white beast that bell was talking about in adventure 2 and this is premiering tomorrow well at, at the time of recording it's not yet premiered so i can't really talk about it 
kind of a bummer but uh that just leaves more content for me to talk about next week and the week after um so but we're going to be diving into that later uh, i will probably be doing a breakdown video of this on youtube so that way uh, much like the last adventure video that came out, uh, I'll be kind of talking about some of the things that came in that, what what kind of information it gives. Uh, and I really do love these kind of trailers. It, it really kind of brings the story forward uh, front and center for the rest of people who don't normally necessarily mess around with the the content in the game they just kind of go around and sail and stuff but having this kind of adventure setup really is kind of nice and, and this will be the final arc in the first three adventures for season uh for the seasons going forward uh, i was going to say season six but there's not any more adventures for season six this is basically it uh, which makes me wonder if this is how we are going to see it kind of progress if the first half of the uh adventure or the season are going to be focused on adventures and then mysteries will come afterwards and then the mysteries will kind of give us a little bit of information maybe even tease out some of the stuff that could be coming in the next season uh, i'm very curious to kind of see how this works out going off of the roadmap uh, we kind of have an idea of, of what's going to be happening one of the few things that actually hasn't really come to light yet is actually to do with the community day uh, back in i believe it was january or oh no i can't remember now i can't remember if it was january or february uh but we had the community day i think it was january because i think that's when i ordered those shirts uh we had the community day and that was kind of a a uh social media engagement tool that they used to kind of uh, reward players it was basically you know share your your uh, tweets uh, with a certain hashtag to raise the emissary level or the the uh, multiplier uh, level during that day to try and get more gold out uh, for that stuff and it was you know there was a lot of activity it didn't go nearly as well as i think they planned it to um in the sense that it was not stable i think that it was really good content and i think the engagement was really high uh, but a lot of people lost out on a lot of uh rewards that they that they thought they were going to get uh or they just couldn't get into the game period um there are a lot of issues with that as well too to the point where they even had some folks kind of memeing about it and they kind of owned up to that so i'm hoping that with season six we'll get a little bit more information about what the next community day is how that's going to look and see if we're going to be able to rely on the servers handling that amount of activity coming into the game but getting back to the shrouded deep adventure um it's going to be interesting to see how this plays out uh, just based on the looks of the uh, the killer whale, which is Merrick's ship. The sails look like they are something that are really tattered. Uh, all of the, the, the ropes are kind of uh, draped over the ship like it's it's been you know sitting in the water forever uh one of the questions that i had with this is is kind of interesting because as far as i was aware and and other people have kind of mentioned this as well too i was a i was under the impression that the killer whale that the wreck of the killer whale was actually broken up into just the wood parts of it and used to kind of make reaper's hideout at the time that reaper's hideout was being made uh there were a lot of ships in that area you know a lot of a lot of ships had kind of run aground on that uh unmarked isle and as the reaper's bones uh hideout was kind of being built they used what was around them and the killer whale was one of those uh one of those wrecks in fact it was a named wreck uh and ever since the reaper's hideout was born 
the killer whale has been uh, kind of MIA. It's been gone. Uh, we haven't seen any of it since. Uh, so I'm, I'm really curious to see if this is something that, and it, I, the thing that makes me wonder what's going on is, is um, on the actual thumbnail, Merrick looks very surprised. And I wonder if, uh, I wonder if there's two reasons why it could be something that he's very surprised about. He looks shocked. And I wonder if that's because he was not expecting to see the killer whale ship. And I wonder if it's either that or if it's that he was uh, he's surprised to see the shrouded ghost. Now, I, I can't imagine that it's the shrouded ghost, um, but I, I imagine like, I don't know, because I'm of two minds about this. I could see, I could totally see it playing out either way. It's either he's excited to see his ship, uh, which was gone for the longest time. And uh, I could also see him being excited about the actual shrouded ghost, you know, the, the thing that he's been hunting this whole time um, outside of the hungering one. Now, I don't know how this is going to play into the lore of Sea of Thieves, because if you've spoken with Merrick's wife, uh, he, she has explicitly said that she would she would plan on leaving him if he went back to Meg hunting, which is why he he took up post uh, on uh, the 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 actual sea posts to help with the hunter's call and that creation of that that faction. He was giving up his uh, shrouded uh, or his his megalodon hunting days. So I wonder how active he's going to be. Uh, are they going to play more of a role with him, and is that going to cause a rift? with the actual uh, uh, marriage that he's in right now because uh, there's always been kind of this tumultuous uh, relationship with Merrick and his wife. Like she, she you know, she ran off with uh, the, the prince of the merfolk for uh, uh, an amount of time and uh, she came back to him. Um, but under the assumption that she, well, I don't know if it was an assumption. They may have actually talked about it. It's hard to say because it's all background lore. Uh, but it's, it's it'd be curious to find out if Merrick does help us hunt down the Shrouded Ghost. Uh, if that's going to be something that is considered enough to kind of cause her to not want to be married anymore because she doesn't think that she can trust him. The irony being that she ran off uh, with a, a, a merfolk prince um, for the time being that he was actually hunting the hungering one from what I can remember of the lore. So it'll be interesting to kind of find out, like maybe this is something that actually uh, sparks a bit of controversy within the hunter's call, something that actually uh, drudges up maybe a little more uh, activity within that that trade company, given how stale the, the trade company has been since launch. Uh, of the the actual trade company not the launch of the game but the actual trade company itself nothing has really changed from that trade company ever since it got brought into the game there's never been any kind of um, uh, voyages added there's never been any kind of uh, rewards added to it so as a result of that uh, it's it's due for a shakeup. and I wonder if maybe this is kind of a way that rare is looking to actually shake things up with the hunter's call i know a lot of people have had some really great ideas um to to kind of uh, come up with their own thoughts and some some of their own theories of some of the cool things that we could do for the hunter's call uh namely fighting bigger monsters fighting different monsters uh fighting monsters for the sake of of you know having something that is kind of tied to ocean crawlers or bringing in uh new types of 
world threats uh kind of in line with the kraken or the megalodon you know a lot of people have wanted to have those big kind of roaming islands that are on the backs of like giant sea turtles and stuff you know uh and i could totally see something like that heck i mean if call of duty's getting godzilla why can't we have uh something goofy like that you know sea of thieves has got magic in it i don't see why that can't be a thing so i would be really interested to find out a little bit about this um one of the things that is kind of interesting about this thumbnail and i didn't i didn't even notice this until i actually kind of sat down to record because I, I hadn't really i'd seen the image but i hadn't really like processed the image uh but it is definitely clear that in the background back because we've we've got about three layers in this thumbnail which I, the, the fact that I'm talking about the, the thumbnail this long is still kind of shocking me, but you've got Merrick, you've got the killer whale, and then back behind that is actually the silhouette of what looks to be the uh, arena tavern on the spire, which would definitely kind of explain uh, what's going on over at the spire, because recently we've we've been having some really weird stuff with the spire. We've had, well, we've had a lot of weird stuff going on in the game right now, and we can't really suss out whether or not it's uh, intended or not. I think that's the big thing is, is there's a lot of stuff that's going on that is unclear if it's an intended or if it's um, a glitch or, or a bug with the code. Because uh, right now we've seen a lot of people kind of like taking photos of the uh, name plaques over the ships. Uh, a lot of people have seen the the uh, the level of detail load-ins uh, bug for the sloops to be able to see like the nameplate for those. Um, a lot of people have been seeing lantern lights or, or kind of uh, what looks to be lantern lights out on the water, kind of hovering above the water, uh, out by the arena uh, tavern, and uh, or the Sea Dog Tavern. I don't know why I keep calling it the arena. The arena is no more. The Sea Dog Tavern uh, out by the spire. And I'm kind of wondering if maybe there's something going on that, like I kind of imagine that the, that's probably where the next adventure is going to take place. Uh, and I imagine that it's probably going to have to do with the killer whale and judging by the look of it on this thumbnail i'm assuming that bell has something to do with this in i don't know maybe resurrecting the the killer whale in in it's going to help us maybe that's how they do it maybe maybe that's what they do because I'm, I'm sorry i'm kind of working this out as i as i'm talking through it here uh but i imagine one of the things that was always kind of really great was the the hungering uh one the hungering deep event um but you needed to cruise for that and if this is a two-week event uh then it's going to be hard to really kind of get people to jump on and do this and find multiple crews to do this so maybe in lieu of actually having to need two crews to be able to summon the shrouded ghost uh maybe you have to do this in conjunction with the killer whale and merrick's help and that would take the place of the second crew to be able to summon the shrouded ghost but but it doesn't really track so i'm kind of like disagreeing with myself already uh because bell said that she knew how to summon it so i don't know if that's something like does she know how to summon that shrouded ghost in particular or is it any any megalodon because if it's any megalodon then we've already know how to do that we've we've done that for the hunter's call uh, back with the first update, we've we've carried the song with the drum. Uh, 
but I could totally see uh, Merrick and the killer whale. Maybe maybe the whole crew comes on board. That would be kind of interesting if the whole crew showed up on the killer whale, his whole family, and uh, he was able to help us summon the shrouded ghost so that we could get the veil of ancients. Uh, but I, I'm, I'm so, un, I'm so unclear of how this is actually going to play out because this is something that we are hunting and we've, we've seen, like, we already know that at the end of this adventure, we're going to get the veil of, uh, ancients or the, the ancient mask, because we've seen the, the deep dives on the pirate legend, uh, tall tale or not tall tales, but voyages. And we know that we have to get the gems for those. So if we already know what the ending to this adventure is, then realistically, all we're doing is just kind of going through the motions for this. And I'm kind of curious if we are like, what kind of rewards we're going to be seeing for this? Um, are we going to be able to get uh, a, a different version of the livery set for the killer whale? Or maybe uh, I would imagine like... Merrick's jacket would be a good reward for that because uh, I don't think they've ever I don't think they've ever given anything for Merrick or yeah I would say his jacket would probably be a good reward kind of a, a, as far as the memento um, but there's there's going to be something there so I'm curious to, to, to kind of see what that's going to be uh, but realistically like we kind of already know what's going to happen we know we're going to summon the shrouded ghost uh, we now know that the killer whale is going to be involved. We know that it is going to be around the Sea Donk Tavern and that Merrick is going to be shocked at whatever he sees there. And whenever we kill the Shrouded Ghost, uh, we will then be able to loot the uh, Veil of Ancients uh, mask from that and then that will then lead into the Pirate Legend voyages that are coming out on the 21st. Uh, with this adventure uh, to, to be able to get the stones to be able to control the veil of ancients so that we have control over whether or not the worlds between sea of thieves and the sea of the damned merge or or unlock or whatever you want to call it so I, I guess at this point we've been given enough information to kind of figure out what's going on at this point i'm just kind of curious as to the implementation and some of the lore behind it because whatever it's going to be uh it's definitely going to be short and i'll be very curious to see uh how well this like turns into the uh pirate legend voyages like are they going to have kind of a nice segue from the end of adventure three with bell uh, meeting up with the pirate lord to be able to give the pirate lord the um, the veil of the ancients. Uh, I'm really curious to find out, like with the cinematic, like where Shelley's going to pop up because Shelley's uh, so far, thanks to to John McFarlane in the interview that I had earlier uh, this year, um, we know that he he had her written into the script up until what did he say? I think season eight or nine when when he was when we were talking about that. So we know that she's going to be somewhere in there um but i'm very curious to find out like where shelly's going to pop up uh and if she's going to be like on the ship or if she's going to just be uh hanging out with merrick um because whatever it is it'll probably be pretty quick and uh, i could imagine if this is focusing on merrick they will probably have something where uh you'll you'll kind of greet him on the sea post and all all the sea posts have those uh have those uh the those cooking pots 
And I, I, I could totally see like Mary, Merrick holding Shelly above the cooking pot with the other, with the lid in his hand, uh, as Belle kind of like appears and, uh, tells him, uh, you know, like, Hey, I need your help with something and him being like, uh, Oh, okay. And then he just kind of like throws Shelly over his, uh, shoulder and she goes into the water and, uh, she's saved for another day. And, that's kind of like kicks off the the little segue into the rest of the cinematic. But I am I'm, I'm super curious to kind of find out like what the cinematic's gonna be um in eight hours as of now. God, it's it's so close. I wish I could delay this podcast and actually just kind of talk about it afterwards. Uh, but I, I got people in in Europe that that wanna have this to be able to listen to it. Um, so you know, I'm sorry to say I'll I'll have to kick this out, but very curious to find out like when this is actually gonna happen. Happen, uh, or how it's going to happen uh, instead of like when it's going to happen because I know when it's going to happen. Uh, so I guess I guess that's it as far as the shrouded deep goes. Very curious, very very curious to find out what the memento is. I would love it for it to be the actual um, what's it called uh, Merrick's jacket. I, I would love for that. That'd be cool because he I have always loved his jacket. Speaking of jackets, can I can I talk about the Ocean Hunter jacket for a quick second? Because this was a this was a one off that came from season two. I had to look it up. It was renowned level sixty five, uh, and it's uh, a re recolor of the Hunter jacket that is a set that kind of came out in the second year. I believe it was the second year that it came out, and uh, it, you know it wasn't one of the most amazing sets. It was kind of like a whaler set. Um, but the Ocean Hunter jacket itself has a really nice like white and pale blue motif that I'm actually digging. And uh, one of the reasons why I would I was kind of bringing this up is um, when I was going through to kind of dig out some information about the patch notes uh, to kind of figure out like what was I going to talk about this week uh, with everything kind of happening like during this week so <laughs> it makes it really tough to know or be able to speak on anything uh if everything is like happening like after this episode's already going to go out uh so i was digging through um the patch notes and i and i kind of looked at something that i didn't really catch on to uh last time when i actually looked at these um so i wanted to bring up the nightfall hunter clothing set because this there's there might be a little bit of confusion and i think that this is it's kind of a a weird way to go about something because uh we're getting twitch drops um so first off let me let me address the fact that we're getting twitch drops uh twitch drops are going to start off on april 22nd that's going to be the friday this month uh the pirate legend content and uh adventure are going to start on the 21st so this thursday um so if you're listening to this uh this coming week you'll be able to jump onto that on the 21st uh that's when the level cap for Athena is going to go from 20 to 30. Um, I've already kind of talked about a lot of that. So if you if you happen to be confused about what I'm talking about, uh, jump back to episode 219, where I, I kind of dove into my feelings and some thoughts on that um, to kind of understand a little bit more about uh, what's going on with that. But uh, I, I wanted to kind of address the the Twitch drops that are coming out because this is something that's going to start on the 22nd 
and it's going to go until the 26th, which uh, is actually kind of interesting because it's a little bit longer. But on the 22nd, they've got the Twilight Hunter jacket. Uh, the 23rd is going to be the Twilight Hunter belt. The 24th is going to be the Twilight Hunter boots. And the 25th is going to be the Twilight Hunter gloves. Now, the 26th is the last day, and that's going to be the Twilight Hunter eye patch which leaves a fair amount of uh, content uh, cosmetics left to get in that full set. Uh, and you may be thinking to yourself, well, Logan, that's kind of weird. Why are they re-releasing uh, the Twilight Hunter set? Like we've already been watching streamers for months uh, to get this set. Like why, why are they doing a, a, a replay of this kind of a, a thing? And unfortunately, I wouldn't blame you because initially I thought the same thing. Uh, and this was something that I know was talked about in the Killhall podcast and I, in it for whatever reason, just slipped my mind. Uh, but they were kind of talking about this and I, and kind of looking at it now, I can totally see where the rub is, uh, because we've already been getting the twilight hunter content for Twitch drops. So if they're, if we're already doing that, then what is different about these? And it, it wasn't until I actually went to the website uh, to check out the Twitch drops, to look at the rewards, to, to get the dates for you so I could know and, and speak to whatever was actually coming out. When I noticed that the Twilight Hunter set that they're releasing uh, is a brand new colored set of the hunter gear and it's a little bit different than the the other set it's not just a, a straight recolor there's a little bit of differences here and there um, but the overall theme of it is similar to the hunter set and that was when i started to to sit there and think like okay well what happened to the what happened to the old twilight hunter set and that's when i was i was having to go back into the patch notes to kind of figure out what happened so then I went to the patch notes and I read into this and I remember talking about the Imperial Sovereign set, which I, I do actually like that set. Uh, but the the uh, Twilight Hunter set that we've been getting for tur or Twitch drops during season five is now being made available to purchase for gold in the actual clothing shop, but the name is being changed. So the set that we were watching uh, Twitch streamers for uh, during season five are now renamed the Nightfall Hunter set. So it's no longer the Twilight Hunter set. That set that we already got is now the Nightfall Hunter set. And the cosmetics in there are now tied to commendations. So you can't just necessarily uh, buy this set from the clothing set. You actually have to progress through a certain commendation to be able to get this. And when I went through the different pieces, it looks like there's multiple pieces per grade. And the commendation that you need to work on is the Hunter of Cursed Captains commendation, which is, is fairly straightforward. You just basically have to kill uh, skeleton captains, just regular old skeleton captains, whether they be uh, emergent or from Order of Souls uh, voyages. So very easy to get. Um, not too much, but the, the, the not too much of a trouble, but the number that you have to get does kind of like start to stack up as you get higher and higher into those grades. Uh, and as you go from grade one to grade five, you'll start to unlock pieces of the Nightfall Hunter set, formerly known as the Twilight Hunter set from the Twitch drops. And this was something that I, I was thinking about. And at first I was thinking, you know, this is really dumb. I really don't know why they're going through all this trouble just to do this, just toss it up in the actual clothing set. And then it kind of dawned on me uh, that this is actually kind of a great way to 
give value to commendations uh, that previously really didn't have a whole lot of value. Now, if you've already been watching the Twitch drops, um, then you've probably already got this gear. Uh, I've only ever missed, I think, one that I wanted to get. I think there was one item that I, I wanted to get and I didn't get it. And uh, I felt like a dummy for not logging in and uh, heeding my own advice to make sure that I, I throw up a, a Twitch stream for at least 20 minutes. And I was pretty, I was pretty bummed about that. I'll, I'm not going to lie. I kind of wish that I had actually uh, gotten them all. Um, but the problem with that is, is that I don't have a way to really go back and actually get that, that item anymore. And, uh, I'm, I'm really kind of bummed out about that. Um, and I, and I think actually the, the item was the, uh, what was the twilight hunter sword. Now that I, now that I think about it, I think it was the twilight hunter sword that, that I missed out on, but if they're going to take the Twitch drops and they're actually going to, to put those in as a commendation unlocks, then I really like the idea of saying like, hey, you know what? Not everyone was playing the game during the time when Twitch drops were going on and Twitch drops are pretty regular but still kind of sporadic like there's not like a uh there's not like a, a a known time frame from when these usually kick up like they'll they'll kick up almost every month but not guaranteed every month uh but at least once a month you can generally plan on there being some sort of cosmetics uh going out there for this stuff um but if you miss a day, there's not really a good way to get those cosmetics anymore because they don't repeat them. Uh, so the only way to really get them is to watch the streams, which I can already hear you out there. You're you're saying that's that's the price of entry. That's the the uh, the thing that you have to do. But realistically, like we're talking 20 minutes a day just to remember to log on or put up a browser for 20 minutes on a Twitch streamer. And that's the amount of effort that it really takes. Uh, so there's really not anything too lost if, if it comes to, um, you know, like how much how much of your time and, and uh, energy is put into getting these cosmetics, which is why most people generally don't value these cosmetics. So the idea of taking these and after they've already kind of run their course on Twitch drops, uh, those that missed out on certain pieces or those that missed out on them altogether because maybe they haven't been playing. Sea of Thieves is one of the top five uh, uh, items sold through Steam this last month, uh, thanks to the sale for the the uh, the anniversary update. Um, so if you missed out on it, you're playing Sea of Thieves for the beginning, uh, for, for the first time, you, you never knew that they were doing Twitch drops for content. I mean, they've been doing Twitch drops for content for tons of stuff. Like if you wanted to get No Man's Sky content, uh, you could be watching No Man's Sky streamers right now to get free content. How many of you guys knew that? Because I didn't until I started watching one and then I found out about it. And I wonder how many uh, cosmetics I've missed for No Man's Sky uh, or or for um, what was the other one that I was just watching? New World. New World's been doing tons and tons of stuff like that, you know, uh, and a lot of games do this. But not everyone finds out about that, especially if they come to a game 
game uh, post-launch. So the idea of taking these sets and adding them to commendations not only builds value into the commendations, but also offers um, others the opportunity to get content that they either didn't know about or might have missed out on. And as many of the people in Sea of Thieves community like to point out, Rare likes to kind of recycle their, their content. Um, I know I've definitely told people, you know, like if it's a Twitch stream, don't worry too heavily about it because there will eventually be another way to earn these in some form or another. Um, there's a few exceptions to that, obviously, but uh, there's, there's always content that they want to award to people for doing something, whether it be uh, engaging with the community on Twitch, uh, whether it be through um, earning commendations or logging into the game during a certain time. Hopefully many of you got the Silver Pirate Legend eye patch. But overall, I really kind of like this idea. And I'm surprised that this was something that has kind of taken this long to do. So I kind of wonder if they'll go back to some of the prior Twitch drops and start adding those into the game as well. If it was something that all you had to do was watch a Twitch streamer for a certain amount of time. Now, I can I can already tell people are already going to be a little hesitant about this idea because there are some time there are some cosmetics that were very, very uh, uh, precious to to folks. I, I would point to um, the Obsidian Flintlock uh, that or no, it was the Ebon Flintlock. The Obsidian set has had like multiple names. I hate. Uh, but the Ebon Flintlock was something that was um, given out. It was added as a Twitch stream, but. For the first like three months, it was the only gun that you could get that had an iron sight and it was coveted. It was almost like insanely coveted. Uh, and many, many, many people asked when they were going to be able to release that again for Twitch streams. Well, if you were to take that and uh, add it as a commendation for, uh, I don't know, name something, a Reaper's Bones commendation, uh, that would be a really great way for do that for you for them to do that to be able to add value to those commendations. Which currently the the value add to the commendations used to be well, it is kind of reputation, but if you're maxed on reputation, it doesn't really hold any value. But it used to be doubloons, and doubloons haven't been used terribly much uh as as a way to incentivize players and i think a lot of that is just to the lack of focus on content that is uh, uh, uh gained through doubloons i think they they're planning on something i'm sure uh we just don't know what it is at the moment but i i would expect that uh in the future we'll probably have some doubloon cash dumps uh for that but for right now i, I i'm really kind of digging this the one thing that i will say that i'm not a huge fan of is actually the rebranding of that set uh looking at the patch notes and seeing that they are turning the twilight hunter name uh from the current set that we got back from season five and putting that towards uh the new set is something that i think might actually deter people from watching twitch streamers coming up especially if they've been playing paying close enough attention to recognize the name but not close enough attention to notice that it's a different set which is kind of a bummer because if you haven't been paying attention and you just notice that every twitch drop that comes out is another twilight hunter set and you've been keeping track of how many they've been doing you might be questioning why the twilight hunter set is uh still the same set that they are doing for twitch drops and you may not watch streamers real or finding you know to find out that it's a brand new set 
and it's a brand new set that's more in line with the the traditional hunter set or the uh, ocean hunter set which I, again i still really like the ocean hunter jacket uh and you might miss out on loot because or you might miss out on cosmetics because of that and that's that's kind of a bummer you know it's kind of a real real sad sad set of circumstances so i'm hoping that they decide to be a little more considerate or not considerate but forward thinking with uh, future twitch drops and what they plan to name them i hope that the current content that is coming out with the uh, twitch drops this coming weekend uh will be the for sure twilight hunter set and then whatever set happens to come out after this set has run its course uh, they then change the name to something else or a different set altogether and uh, try to kind of uh, build a little more variety because i'm not gonna lie as, as much as i like the color theme of the new twilight hunter set uh it is still just another hunter set and at that point i you know there are so many i would love another grand admiral set uh the there's a um a stagen hunt or stagen admiral shirt i think is what it is i'm, I'm kind of going off my memory right now uh stegen or stagen i have no clue how it's pronounced I, i've never i don't think i've ever even heard that word said out loud uh, but there, there's a, a shirt out there that's like a yellow and black shirt and it's, it's just it's one of my favorite designs that I love to wear because I hate wearing the jackets I just like wearing the shirts um, that I would love to I would love to see like a full set kind of built out around that so if they did that with uh, twitch drops I think it'd be fine I, I'm happy getting the content sooner uh, but if it's something that they just uh, come out with and I and I happen to miss a piece you know everyone's busy not everyone's going to remember um, you can have tons of reminders but you still have to sit down and actually put the stream up um, which is it's yeah that's a whole nother thing uh but I, I won't get into my feelings on that right now I, I think there's a whole a whole podcast to be made about twitch streaming and stuff that i might actually bring another twitch streamer on to talk about with um now that i think about it but anyway uh moving into the 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 point of what i was getting at i really hope that they move forward with kind of adding more value to the commendations uh especially if they start coming out with new commendations um i think the party boat stuff was really good i think the midnight blade stuff was really good uh the the what was it the merchant stuff and the uh, gold hoarder stuff um some of that stuff that came out that was like tied to commentations I, I really like that because it does kind of force you to have a little more focus when you get on on to actually go sailing um and, and not miss out on stuff or, or at least have a reason to jump on Ahoy there, pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any to VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer, you'd like to save money on games. It's one of the benefit of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time. And if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means 
the world to me and I continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you. With that, Pirates, let's get back to the show. Speaking of focusing on content, uh, boy, howdy, this month really flew by and uh, we're already halfway through it. So I hope you have been working on your emissary ledgers because we uh, got a really good boost with Athena's fortune during a pirate legend week and it was really great to see so many folks uh manage to hit pirate legend or if they hadn't already or if they'd already hit pirate legend that they hit uh level 20 in athena um this was something that i think really helped kind of boost up the emissary value um i can't remember if i talked about it last episode but i do really like the idea of them kind of focusing in on one specific trade company for these um but we're getting close to the end of the month and this is your friendly reminder to make sure you're logging on and anytime you go out and get some treasure just kind of cycle through the different emissaries once you kind of stopped working on the main one that you're working on Uh, try and get a little bit in as you can a little bit here and there it always helps it always helps kind of push you forward Uh, and then try to take like one day a week and really focus in just try and get as much on one emissary as you can Um, I've been doing this through Throughout each week. Uh, in fact, I think this last week was the one week where I haven't actually really focused on something. Mostly been jumping around doing stupid stuff in, in game. Haven't really been working on turning in any loot when I do jump in. Uh, but for the most part, I've got all of my emissaries up to the second tier. I just need a little bit more focus over the next couple weeks and I'll be able to push those up into the top tier. Uh, Athena's good. Um, I haven't really sailed with anyone doing Reaper this month, so that's kind of like the lowest right now but i think that's even in like tier three so uh it would be easy enough for me to run out grab a a reaper flag um jump on the seas go do a couple sea forts uh or go go do like a uh what what is i always forget what the name is the lost shipments uh grab a bunch of stuff there and go do those in fact the the merchant has been the easiest this month i went and did uh two lost shipment voyages over the course of two days and uh started working on those really just trying to knock out some of those commodity crates as well too if i can but i've been trying to get my uh my my crates uh done i've been really wanting to try and get like the broken bottles and the the uh the silks and stuff turned in trying to knock out some of those commendations because i'll i'll be honest i've been pretty lazy about merchant recently but um I'm super close to getting topped out on all of those. Athena's good. I've got plenty of buffer on that and I'll kind of keep an eye on it, but we're two weeks out now. And and if you want to get your emissary ledger rewards, you do still have a couple months that you can do that within this season before the uh, the ledgers reset. Uh, but at the end of the month, you'll you'll lose out on the opportunity to really work on any of those. And you'll have to start all over again at the beginning of May. So kind of keep an eye on this. Make sure that you're logging in. Make sure you're thinking about uh, where you're at on your ledgers. I don't want anyone to miss out on this. Uh, especially with it being the first month in the season, it's a great opportunity to catch up if you're behind on these as well too, because now you've got the next couple months to start getting closer and closer to working on the current emissary ledgers, especially if they're ones that you don't necessarily do. The runes and things. 
Something that you can't do right now is actually kind of uh, odd to me. I was kind of digging through the patch notes. I mentioned this earlier. And there is a bombardier or a, excuse me, a barrel bombardier bundle that is listed in the actual patch notes. And it's called the Demolition Delights Bundle. This is something that will get you the barrel bombardier costume, the weapon bundle and the tankard, as well as 550 ancient coins and 25 or no, excuse me, 25 thousand gold uh for for uh picking up this bundle this bundle typically goes for about 15 dollars, which is a smoking deal gets you the the costume and the weapons and the tankard which right right there is uh more than the cost i think for the actual items separately plus the 550 ancient coins which honestly is a really nice way to kind of put that towards the uh cosmetics and i wanted to kind of bring up the uh the barrel bombardier ships uh and and costume because i actually really like these um they are are straight up something that reminds me of uh junk rat from overwatch which was when i was playing overwatch it was one of my favorite characters to play as because he's goofy he's weird uh he's australian which already is a boon to that and he's very mad max uh you know him and him him and um, Roadhog are, are very Mad Max-esque, and I love Mad Max. It's such a, a good franchise. And looking at the uh, the the Barrel Bombardier set, it, it looks like it is really kind of um, treating, I would say, Junkrat and Mad Max is kind of like their spirit animals. Whoever's working on the cosmetics uh, in the last couple of months has really been let loose and they're kind of working on you know whatever kind of dystopian future mad max style they can they can pull out both with the uh the uh the fish set that came out last time with uh i can't even remember what it is god i hate my brain sometimes uh when i can't even remember what the last set was called um but that plus this uh it's just it, it looks really cool they've done a really really good job with it and i would love to recommend people go out and actually take a look at the uh the demolition delights bundle but you can't actually buy it right now and this is something that you typically just buy through the store you can't actually buy the bundle into the in the emporium or through the game like you normally would with everything else this is something that is specifically just in the xbox store or the steam store but when i went to go actually buy this it's not there and i don't know why uh, when I go to the Xbox store website, whether it be through the browser or the actual console, it shows me that it's either not listed or that the URL is incorrect. So I tried searching for uh, just the, the actual um, uh, Demolitions Delight bundle and I couldn't find it that way. So then I went to the, the actual store page for the game for Sea of Thieves and I looked through the add-ons and all the add-ons had pretty much all the other stuff in there, but it didn't have this. So then I went to Steam and I had the same issue with Steam. Steam doesn't even list it in their uh, thing. I can see the Brooding Buccaneer bundle, which is the Warsmith set uh, and weapons and, and cosmetics and stuff. And then I can see the, the Kraken starter set, which is, is kind of a, a base set to go into. If you, if you haven't been playing the game, then they've got the, the typical like ancient coins and then the season six plunder pass. Uh, but they don't have any of the other sets. And I'm so confused about this. I don't know what is going on with the game. I don't know why this this uh, bundle is not in the store because typically these don't really have a time limit on them uh, when it's during the actual season. Uh, now, when it's not the season, I, I can totally understand this is something that they're that they're doing promotion on. But uh, if if we're just looking at the actual release 
of the patch notes. I'm, I'm very confused because as far as I know, these patch notes were released on April 6th. It is April 17th. It is barely more than 10 days out. It hasn't even been two weeks. And this bundle is not anywhere to be found. So uh, I'm putting this out as kind of a notice to anyone that, that might be from Rare that is listening to this. Uh, if you could look into this, this would be great because I'm trying to give you money and I can't give you my money because the bundle's not there. Um, bear in mind, I've already purchased the the costume as a result uh, in game. So I kind of I'm a little bummed about that. Um, I would like to get the tankard and I would like to get the weapons. Um, and I've already purchased the uh, essential bundle for the actual uh, ship livery set. I haven't purchased the collector stuff yet because oh, I'll be honest, those are just too overpriced. Uh, but with the actual bundle, like I... I want to recommend this. I want to say that, that people should pick it up because it is typically a good deal. It really is. If, if you guys ever want the Emporium bundles or the, the, the Emporium cosmetics, I usually recommend going with the bundles because you'll you'll get the ancient coins, you'll get the actual gold, but you'll get typically the best stuff from the actual Emporium outside of the actual livery sets, uh, which that's that's something where, again, the, the, the livery sets are just super expensive and I, and I just have a hard time recommending those. Uh, unless you want to get them. And I saw on Reddit, there was actually someone who uh, posted a tier set for the Emporium Cosmetics. And I gotta say, I really disagreed uh, with their with their rankings. They had um, some very interesting sets, uh, pretty up high compared to some of the other sets. Like, I, I, I don't know anyone that would, <laughs> that would recommend the Huntress set, which if you don't recall that one, it's just the silver blue and black set that is uh that's the the um perfect dark one uh that is i really can't justify it says it's worth it which to me no it's definitely definitely not worth it um it, it's more of the should be earnable in game uh, but then they have something like the uh, the uh, the Soul Flame Captain set that should do something is listed as should be earned in game, which I could agree. But also, it's a really good looking set, so I could totally see that being something that would be in the insta buy or worth it. But they had like insta buy worth it buy it if you like it should be a lower price should be earnable in game and then meeting the quota. And then they had like uh, I can't the, the shifting sands set which is the the one that kind of has like the Arabian look of it. That is the quote unquote meeting the quota tier, like the bottom tier. Like I just, I can't agree with the, the person who decided where these sets should be, uh, should be listed at. Cause it is just, it is way off base compared to where I value stuff. So like the, the tinker set, the engineering one that is like meeting the quota. And I'm like, man, that is a buy it. If you like it, like, if you like that, like you should buy that. Cause it, the cod, the, the, the collector's helm uh, or the, no, the, not the helm, the uh, figurehead really good. Uh, so I just, I, I just don't get it, man. I don't get it. I do agree with them. The crimson crit, uh, crimson crypt set is an insta buy. It was for me, but yeah, I, I don't know. This person has some very, very interesting and they're a brave vanguard of all things like you guys are killing me man i i just don't agree <laughs> weird tier set i may have to actually um i may actually have to make that tier set of for for my choices and uh post that online to kind of see like where everyone else falls in in their choices for where they they see the the, the actual livery sets from the emporium especially given how many we have now so but um that's kind of the the it as far as the news goes again we're we're really kind of sitting on the precipice of of like a bunch of stuff dropping 
and uh, I'll definitely be covering that. Uh, next week's episode is the Gold Hoarder episode. So uh, if you're signed up for the Captain tier in the Patreon, uh, that is something that is available to you, even though it's not listed in the actual um, rewards. There's a channel in the Discord server where all of the Gold Hoarders have access to. If you don't, make sure that your Patreon and Discord's uh, accounts are linked so you have access to that. Uh, there's FAQs on the uh, Patreon uh, uh, site to be able to help you uh, kind of work through that and figure it out. There's some videos on YouTube as well too. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to me as well uh, on the Discord and I can see about getting you uh, hooked up with that. Uh, but it's it's kind of a nice way for me to touch base. I love chatting with all the patrons uh, to kind of find out like how things are going. It's going to be right after the next adventure drops. So I'm gonna I'm gonna if you're listening to this and you're up to date on the episodes, uh, Gold Hoarders, we're not gonna be spoiling Adventure Three uh, next episode. We're gonna give folks uh, the the first week to be able to play through that. The episode after that, I'll be diving into uh, my thoughts on the adventure and stuff like that. And if we want to talk about um that the the spoilery aspect of that afterwards uh then we can do that um worst case scenario we'll kind of section off the last half of the episode uh to be able to talk about stuff that would be considered spoilers and stuff but i want to give folks an opportunity to jump into that um i would love to talk with you about the the pirate legend content to see what you think of that how, how that's going and stuff um because that's something that's going to be made available to any of the people that are uh, jumping into that so um, just as a, a warning there's a good chance we're going to be talking about stuff as it comes out and there's a good possibility that some of that stuff may be considered spoilers so just kind of a warning uh, in episode early but I think that's going to do it um, again shorter episode we're, we're waiting for content to come out and I can't really I can't really justify talking about nothing if there's nothing if, if we're just waiting for this i'm super excited for the next adventure i'm i'm really really excited to jump into the pirate legend content i really want to see what that's about uh and to get to try out some of those different voyages to see how they work how they how they play and stuff and uh, if anyone can do me a favor if you happen to have a photo of the back of ancient spires tavern there is a walkway that's in front of the bridge that that connects to the second spire ancient spire outpost i tripped and fell over a bench that someone put in front of that walkway like it's right up against the actual uh, wood beams and i'm so used to just running through that that section there and it, it's usually not an issue uh but I, I was running through there to go over to the other side of the the island the spire and just kind of check and see like what kind of world events was going on somebody put a bench there i tripped i fell i bashed my nose into the ground and i had to like walk back over to lorena ask her for a mango so that i could heal up and have my nose fixed and i was really kind of annoyed by the whole the whole endeavor and stuff and she said you, you should really look and see like where you're where where you're walking and I stupidly uh, threw out the first thing that came to mind when I thought Bill Drat's telling me what to do. And I said, oh, well, I follow my nose. And I realized that she might, have, might not actually get the Duke reference to that. But uh, needless to say, if anyone has a photo of the back of Ancient Spire Outpost and can confirm whether or not someone moved the bench and put the bench in front of the, uh, the beams that are in front of the walkway, by the 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 bridge that goes that comes out from the back of the tavern i would really love to know like if that was something that was always there and i've just instinctively like walked over it and never thought about it or if i if someone did legitimately like move that bench and i'm not crazy and i i and they're just playing a prank on me because i i'm i'm at this point i'm kind of annoyed because it also it hurt 
Uh, but I also want to know like what the heck is going on with that. Like why is somebody putting a bench in front of a walkway? It's a trip hazard. We're all pirates, but no one's really paying attention anyway. We just kind of like go with the flow as it is. So uh, I'm trying to save lives. You know, the next person, it may not be a broken nose. It could be a a, a, a broken eye socket. And, you know, it's it, we're all immortal, but no one wants to have to go to the ferry of the damned if we don't if we don't have to, unless you're like the weird person on Reddit that wants like the ability to kill themselves before they log into the game, which I again, I don't get. I'm not going to ask weird people on Reddit. You got some weird thoughts. All right, Pirates, that's going to do it for this episode of the Keelhauled Podcast. If you enjoyed it, definitely feel free to let me know. I love hearing your feedback and your thoughts and feelings on this. It means the world to me. This is my favorite thing to do every week, and I love I love being able to share some thoughts and some feelings with everyone as we kind of talk about Sea Thieves. Um, we had some really good conversation the other day uh, regarding sloops and whether or not there needed to be a, a solo vehicle that was not the sloop, but was better than a rowboat cannon. And I don't know what that, that vehicle would be, but if, if there was some, some interesting conversation that went on regarding whether or not uh, Rare needed to add a vehicle that was a dedicated solo player vehicle, not a one to two player vehicle, but a just one player vehicle. And that was a, it was an interesting conversation I had a hard time wrapping my brain around what that would even look like or why it would be necessary. Uh, but maybe that's something that, that someone else has like has had that same thought and thinks, oh, yeah, yeah, we totally need something like that. I've never heard it, but most people usually ask for like a man of war where they can put like seven people on a ship or something like crazy like that, uh, which I still don't think is ever going to happen just because of how the game is and and how the ships are resource intensive wise and like it just seems absolutely it's like we can't even get full servers right now <laughs> like I would, I would love to get full servers before we start worrying about uh whether or not we can get back to the the uh the um full uh the the man of war sized ships and stuff so anyway that's going to do it for this episode, Pirates. Thank you all for listening. If you want to get a hold of me, there's plenty of ways to do that. Head over to patreon.com slash keelhauledpodcast if you want to sign up to be in the Gold Order episode. Uh, you can always reach me on Twitter at C-A-P-T underscore L-O-G-U-N. You can always write into the email uh, for the show at C-A-P-T L-O-G-U-N at gmail.com. That's Logan at gmail.com. I haven't had anyone write any stories or uh, thoughts. Most people usually jump on the Discord, which there is a link in the show notes typically uh, for the Discord server. If you want to join up and say hi, there's plenty of people there. And in fact, I think there's a uh, the Sherpa program is still going strong. Uh, they are adding a Glitterbeard event, I think this Wednesday. I think it's this Wednesday. I should probably check on that kind of stuff before I start recording it into uh, <laughs> into a podcast, shouldn't I? Um, but they are doing a, a Glitterbeard event uh, that is going on. Oh, where did he put this? There it is. April 20th from 6 p.m. to 8 p.m. You guys didn't put the actual... <sighs> You guys didn't put the actual uh, time zone on this. You guys got to put the time zone on this thing. Otherwise, people don't know what time zone it is. Everyone lives in different time zones. I'm going to bug them about this. All right. It's going to be on April 20th. I'll see if uh, if they can edit it so that it actually shows what the uh, with, with the actual um, 
time zone is for this so that you can understand it. Uh, if it's in PST, then it's 6.30 to 8. Uh, if it's in Eastern Standard Time, I, I it's going to be even later. So I don't imagine that's going to be the case. Um, so if you want to jump on and get Glitterbeard done, uh, they're going to try and get a couple galleys on a server to be able to do this um, so that they can go ahead and do the actual Glitterbeard event. Um, and uh, shout out to Xbox Attic because uh, it's, it's the anniversary. Uh, it's the four-year anniversary is passing. And uh, it was kind of a bummer to 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 um, realize. Like I I almost completely forgot about it. I saw the post uh, that went out regarding um, his passing being the the anniversary, and uh, it's one of those things where he he seemed like someone that was a, a genuinely good person, and he passed away. Uh, he he unfortunately uh, left a family behind to him. Um, but if you don't know, there's a, a book out on Smuggler's Bay in the little cave that has his gamer tag in there, and it is his Easter egg. Uh, so if you have an opportunity, it would be great if you could uh, head over to Smuggler's Bay and then um, go to there, just drop off some loot, light a candle, uh, take a screenshot, and then send it to uh, at, uh, on Twitter, if you have Twitter, this is kind of the best way to do it, but at Penny, S-O-N-S-H-I-N-E-A-Z. Uh, and I'll, and I'll put a link to this in the show notes as well, too. Um, but he was, uh, he was someone that loved Xbox, had a, an amazing gamer room full of Xbox, uh, love and the community knows him. Um, I came late into Xbox, so I never found out about him, but just based on the way people treat him, uh, and treated him and, and, and kind of speak about him, he seemed like uh, a genuinely good human being. Uh, and it's always a shame to lose those uh those people because it's it's few and far between that we tend to find them um i think our community is one of the few that that we can actually find that a bunch but uh, again it'd be great if you could um send a photo send a picture or something like that uh just kind of show some love to someone who realistically like went before their time went way before their time um so that's that's it for this week pirates uh sorry to leave you on a kind of a somber note there i'm looking forward to the content that's coming out we'll be talking about that a bunch in the future so get ready for that and uh if all things work out caleb will be making a return to the podcast in this in the near future given time scheduling and all that good jazz uh so um be prepared for that and that's all i'm gonna say pirates that's gonna do it for this episode thank you i love you and i look forward to sailing with you on the Sea of Thieves. the cyberpunk tabletop games or excited for cyberpunk 2077 are you looking to brush up on the lore stay up on all the latest news and talk about the game when it comes out check out the cyberpunk Lorecast, a show from robots radio with me your host robots we'll go over all the details you need to know about the world characters and story 
of Cyberpunk. Available on iTunes, Spotify, Google Play, and anywhere else you get your podcasts. In a world where solid-state electronics and vacuum tubes are still meta, people never stop loving atomic-powered everything. A chosen 500 stepped inside a subterranean vault to be spared the nuclear horror of the inevitable Great War. 25 years later, they emerge after the fallout settles to retake Appalachia. Among them, two former rivals whose blood feud will tear West Virginia apart in their epic struggle for survival. Chad, a vault bro who has a strength of 15, an intelligence of two, and is a complete wasteland dickhead. Simon, a complicated anti-hero who chooses light and hope, but accidentally becomes a cannibal and wakes up naked and afraid with a Scorch Beast Queen after a date goes terribly wrong. What? I mean, it's a wild wasteland, right? This dark humor radio drama will have you driving off the road and crawling out from under the fallout. Two men. One wasteland. And so many. Rated R, now streaming on your holotape player podcasting thing.